You need parts? O'Reilly Auto Parts has parts. Need them fast? We've got fast. No matter what you need, we have thousands of professional parts people doing their part to make sure you have it. Product availability. Just one part that makes O'Reilly stand apart. The professional parts people. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Auto Parts. Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. It's time for the Steve and Kyle podcast with Steve. In the first couple weeks that we dated, we watched that entire series. Oh, yeah. I mean, listen. 60-some episodes. This was early 20s Steve. It was breaking bad and breaking beds. Like, it was just an episode. Breaking bad, breaking beds. That's right. And that's all I needed to fuel me through the night. Kyle. Here and in the coming weeks, uh, the staff here obviously will partake mm-hmm. and we'll get our to the staff gift exchange. Is there Always one, a joy. Is there one person you hope you don't get? Is it, look, this is just, just Lisa and HR can suck an egg. Okay. I don't know if that's the person you want to tell to suck an egg. The person in HR. Now, here they are, two guys who are living in style, Steve and Kyle. Alrighty, alrighty. It's been a while. I know, a couple weeks-ish. It's this time of year where our our recording schedule gets all uh, wonky. Yeah, like we're doing... You know, two and then one and then nothing for three weeks and then we have four all at once. And, yeah, I remembered that that intro though reminded me that. Um, so at this point, you should have received a response back if you're taking part in the winter solstice gift exchange. That's right. So I now know who I am uh, paired up with for the gift exchange. So I placed an order earlier we in the week and uh, the <laughs> gift showed up and boy, I cannot wait. For them to feast their eyes on the beauty that is the gift I gave them. I I, I kept it within the price range. Mm-hmm. I think I was mm-hmm. at $17. Sure. I've had my, you know, what a lot of the layman idiots call white elephant gift. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. You know, back in my day, we called it, you know, Indian style. No, there. Yeah, I th- I think that that's out of favor. That's, that's, so it's not, it's a white elephant, white elephant style. White elephant is probably yeah, yeah. But a lot of stuff. Yeah, there's certain things that, um, like I know a game that we used to play on the uh, playground at school. It was mm-hmm. when one person would go down the slide, and then they'd stop at the bottom, and then 
a person would come down and slide right into them. Oh, and okay. Then somebody going down would slide right into them. Was now, that the New Jersey favorite block the minorities? No, no, it was not. That was uh, now we called it squash the lemon, which is okay. a that's fine, perfectly acceptable. Yeah. Uh, I found out years ago that some of my coworkers, who were about uh, nine or ten years older than me, mm-hmm. they referred to that game as smear. The queer. Oh my gosh, that's absolutely correct. Yeah, I remember that now too. Did you call it? Was it a regional thing or a, no? A, no, a that was. Thing? I'm pretty sure that was a national trend because those words just rang in my ear. Mm-hmm. And as I age, I I, I I always prided myself on having a decent memory. Mm-hmm. But that right there jostled like a little <laughs> nugget like loose. A little, a little connection was just yeah, because I had forgotten. That that was absolutely a thing. Yeah. I I don't remember it that way. I don't remember that game being that way. I remember that game being whoever had the football. Mm. It was just a large group of kids running around. Okay. And whoever happened to have the football, the whole group would then scream. (laughs) Smear the queer. Smear the queer and chase that person down and smother them and (laughs) steal the ball. Okay. Maybe I'm getting games mixed up. That that could be the game that, that they played as well. This is not going on the poll. <laughs> no. We're not getting a clarification no. via poll. No. We're not mentioning this. Uh, boy, there was... Yeah, that... Huh. Maybe just a general question. What were the insensitive name... No, never mind. I'll just put, did you play insensitively named games on the playground yeah. as a in, kid? In hindsight. Yes. Did you play insensitively named games on the playground? Man. I think that's a great post. Uh, you are, you do not need to post what the names of the games were because I really don't want this post to uh, gain a lot of traction in any way. You know, I thought about that. I would. I thought about recently, even if we were to go back into our archives, you know, seven years now, what would it be that would get, you know, us canceled? And then I realized nobody listens and we pay for our own stuff anyway. Mm-hmm. So what are we going to do? Get some of those automated ads who are going to not automate on our podcast on our podcast? Yeah, yeah, I guess so. I mean, it's just not in our nature to be that way, but there's nothing really stopping you and I from becoming what, you know, you thought about in college and I thought about while interning over there at the side gig. Mm. And that's becoming a couple of shock jocks. Yeah. I mean, the the industry has never been more ripe for that. Yeah, the 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 radio industry definitely is is all about giving the people on the air creative freedom. Yeah. To talk about what they want. Yep. Yeah. I want when inevitably ads are being sold to big time media companies. Yeah, the big the big advertising and, agencies. Yeah. I want you and I to enter that realm of and I forget the show's names. Dave Ramsey, not Dave Ramsey. Oh, like, are you talking like the do not buy list? Yes. Oh, boy. I want you and I to finally approach the pantheon of cannot air on the Steve and Kyle podcast because of the one time Kyle said Indian style and the the time that Steve and Kyle discussed they were actively hating uh, disenfranchised people (laughs) playing smear the queer. Yeah. No, I don't... mm. That's kind of the kiss of death. Once you're on is that, it? yeah, if you're on that list, there's... but couldn't we like you know get some traction out of that? And next thing you know, you and I are counterculture. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's what I need. That's what I want. 
finally leave those sh- monkey f- feces flinging schmucks behind, See? and you and I can make the big bucks run an anti, you know, big big butt man stuff. Anti big man stuff. Right. Okay. See, I think that you, uh, being somebody who works in the, we'll call it the private sector. Yeah. You have the uh, luxury of of being on the blacklist for uh, for podcast advertisers oh we can get you blacklist i yeah if i you'd don't like to join. I, I don't want to be on that because then my worlds may start to collide and no i i look i need another how old am i uh early 30s mm-hmm. 42 you just I, need another 20 years i need another I, I was gonna say 15 to 20 okay i mean retiring at 57 sure that would be a dream right uh chances of it happening zero um but well, you probably got the yearly check-in coming with the finance man. Just I want you to, you know, like they do in movies mm-hmm. when they don't want the money they write on sticky notes to become irrelevant. Yeah. You know, when people are watching the movie 20 years later, mm-hmm. I want you to write the age that yeah. you want to retire on, on a stick, fold it in half and just slide it and then just see what big Dutch Ron says. <laughs> do you do that? Do you do the yearly check-in with, with your own big Dutch Ron? Well, I don't have one. My wife has one. Okay. Um, just because her company does not have, did not have, or still doesn't, either way, a 401k, oh, yeah. that type it's, of thing. Does your, do you have one? Oh, yeah. Whoa. I mean, listen. Whoa. Hold Pro- on. Hold the phone. You tell me you don't get those monkeys matching you up to a certain percentage? I, look, I knew that when you, uh, when corporate Kyle left the pop world mm-hmm. and. Well, surprise. I had, I had a 401k in the pop world. The only way to keep people around in that terrible industry. Is with a 401k. Well, you have to give them some type of perks. Um, yeah, I, I have, I have like a, what is it? An IRA. Okay. But Garbage. It's, it's not matched by anyone else. It's just yeah. me making my own IRA. Big Dutch Ron was like, Hey, you should set this up. And look, you want to scam me? Get to Big Dutch Ron. Cause I'll do anything that man says. Well, right. You're assuming He's going to have all of your best interests at heart. He, yeah. So when he's, you know, says the one of the three letter words, IRA, FHL, yeah, yeah, sounds good. NBA. They related to DHL. You give him a couple shoulder punches, <laughs> laughing. NBA, right? LeBron, check it once a year. Like, boy, I felt like I had more in there last year. Now nah, that can't be right. See you next year. <laughs> that is, those are always the most sobering moments because we have, uh, again, we have Big Dutch Ron, who. It sounds weird to say, but handles the finances. But in reality, he just says, hey, you know, you might want to contribute a little bit more to your uh, 401k or your, no, not the 401k, the IRA this Mm. year. And we say, okay, cool. Sounds good. And then he types in some numbers and then he pulls up this page that is basically my guiding light in life, which says, if you want to retire by this age, and then it sets all the benchmarks. You need this much by but how this much age, you need this much okay. by this age. Yeah. Oh, you want your kids to go to college? All right. He types in a couple numbers, factors that in. And then I see the percentage go from like, like before we had kids, I had like a 112% chance of yeah. being able to retire at 70. <laughs> now it's down to, you know, two kids later. Oh, you got a mortgage. Oh, you had to get a new car in there. Okay. Ah, we're down around 30% now. Cool. That's neat. That's real neat. So it's so deflating. I didn't expect that this was going to turn into um, 
a depressing podcast yeah, about, and I, my, and about my financial future. How did we start? What and did as we usual, yeah, I don't remember how we got here. Uh, so my apologies. Hold on, let's go back. What did we? Did it we might start? be it might be some deflection. Listen, it's, it has not been uh, a very positive, uplifting uh, week, week and a half around here. No, it's been uh, real sad. If I could no. get serious for a moment, we had to, um, if you listen to the side gig, I talked about this, but we had to, uh, unfortunately had to put down our, our 13 year old Lola bear, which was, yeah, very, very, very sad day before Thanksgiving. We had to do that kind of expected, but kind of like in hindsight, it, we knew that she didn't have a ton of time left. Um, just didn't expect it on that day at that time. It it was all like within a half hour, it was like, oh, no, we need to go to the vet. And then, boom, she's gone. Mm. So it's been, yeah, it's been kind of rough. It, I, I haven't, uh, I don't know. It, we're still processing the whole thing. It's uh, Yeah, I think the I, uh, what, a lot of people have gone through. Sure, everyone These has. Similar... I, I I'm in no way unique in this. Well, no, no, but I, I, what I mean is a lot of uh, a lot of people maybe not have had dogs as a, as a kid and mm. just never carried that in. So that's like my wife. My wife had never. She did growing up. She was her dad would not let them have pets other than like goldfish. Mm-hmm. That was the only pet that she ever had was a fish. Growing up, so when she got to college, she got a guinea pig, which is like the the pet that every you know six-year-old kid has and then once she got out of college she got a cat and then she got another cat so she had two cats when i met her and those were her first like real these are my pets yeah type of pets and cats as you found out are just super easy to pawn off as oh yeah yeah you've done yeah you just give them away give them to your mother-in-law by the way abby will be back here for a two-week stay coming up uh in the month of march Oh wow! So you, I mean, you're prepped three months, three months out. <laughs> well, her parents are going away for yeah, they're going uh, down south for two or three weeks, I think. I'm guessing right now the house and well, I should you know, mostly you and Annette are in a phase, and not to presume how that that mm-hmm. it will change, but I think with animals, there's that stage of well, I never want to go through this again. Yeah. I'm not getting another pet. Oh, yeah. I mean... Is that where you and Annette both are, do you think, right now, if you had to estimate? Oh, never. I, oh, boy. I will I will, I will. write this in concrete. Oh, you will? Oh, well, I'm, I'm super glad you mentioned that, because I have the document with the last proclamation you made. Okay, well, hey, just add Amendment uh, A to it. Yeah, Steve, 1A. <laughs> You know, I have it ready. I want to make sure I get this verbatim Mm -hmm. as we and this is perfect timing uh, because you can choose yourself whether to put a time frame on this Mm -hmm. flatly or if you want to give it a deadline. You want a time frame? No, no, no. I I don't want to. I don't want to influence your. I want to get I'll give you a time. frame. Okay, I am ready. Eternity. (laughs) Eternity. Let me let me get this down yeah. verbatim how you want this said because you came up pretty strongly. So maybe timeline colon eternity. Timeline, yeah. Okay. Yep. Yeah. I'll capitalize that because you seem very very forceful with it. So capital like all caps. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Eternity is all caps and uh just to make sure we don't forget it. Bold. 
Yeah. Okay. So timeline eternity. Steve won a timeline eternity. Yeah. Uh, hear ye, hear ye. Of course, as all good statements start in, I, the, in the 1800s. I, Steve, uh-huh. of the Steve and Kyle podcast. Boy, this is identical I, so far. To my last proclamation. To your last proclamation. Okay, well, look, I, I have my own style. Hereby declare that after Toby crosses the Rainbow Bridge, we will never have another pet in this house. Oh, God. Ever. Again. Parentheses, fish don't count as pets. Oh, agreed. Right. Anything you can flush down the toilet does not count as a pet. It's decoration. Yeah, anything that... um, like, if you felt like it, you could, you know, just dump in a trash can yeah. and not feel an ounce of or a twinge of regret. Yeah. Does not count. I'll post that on the poll as well. Okay. I Here's my theory. Okay. Because I think, and I'm not telling you that you're incorrect whatsoever. I think this phase, you get to a point where, I don't know if you had that conversation with yourself and with Annette when you were... Uh, debating or t- trying to figure out when you wanted to try to have another child. Mm. Oh man, they! I think they need. You know, Evelyn needs a friend. <laughs> Toby needs um, someone to play with. I need whatever it may be, but that phase is not right now. I don't. It's weird though. Looking back, I don't think we really ever had that conversation. Okay, that was kind of handled in the. Like the getting to know you phase or the we're seriously dating phase, we had determined then, okay, if like we want to get married, we want to have two kids. Oh, so, so you guys were seriously dating. You were already planning out the... Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So after after Evelyn, it was never a, do we want to try for a second? It was mm-hmm. a, how long is it going to be before we do? It's, right. It wasn't, it wasn't if, it was when. Okay. I, f- I just feel like this is a phase and maybe it will be with Annette because I think... You know, you're gone from work and just generally a person who doesn't like many things. <laughs> oh, wait, what? <laughs> Sorry, that was more of the internal monologue. Boy. <laughs> so you're you. Oh, yeah. I, listen, describe, we've all been thinking it. You're going to describe me as someone who doesn't like many things? Well, listen, I'm glad you mentioned that because in a few minutes, once we wrap this up, I want to bring up to you about the idea of like different kinds of friendship because you've joked for a while that I haven't made a friend in 10 years. I'm, I'm still convinced I'm the last friend you made. God, you might be. I mean, I, we'd have to clar- classify what friend means, right? Okay, yeah, maybe we can do that. We, I'm sure we can. Let's, 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 let's get into the nitty gritty on up, that. Come up with some parameters to what justifies a friend. But I feel like Annette would be the one because she is takes care of the kids and is home more than you and mm. just generally cares more. <laughs> you know, you were doing okay. I think Annette would be the one months down the road, year down the road, whatever it may be, to say, I think we should explore getting another dog mm. or cat. Maybe, maybe she wants I to go mean, back to the cat. Well, I mean, I, I think that... I think that's accurate. She's already talked about uh, possibly volunteering, like with the Humane Society. I've wanted to do that for so long. Which 
uh, I am in. I've told her I'm 100% in yeah. full support of. You would. But I said, you know that you know what happens. I mean, that's a slippery You're getting slope. a dog. Yeah, that's a slippery slope. Like Or multiple oh, dogs. Oh, I'm going to go and uh, you know be a dog walker for the Humane Society two days a week and take five, six dogs on a walk. Yep. All it's going to take is that one, you know, with like the screwed up paw mm. or like the dog that can't bark for some reason right. or it's got no nose that nobody wants to adopt and you're going to fall in love with that dog. Yeah. And then we're going to have that dog. Yep. And then 10 years from now, that dog is going to die. Yep. And the, 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 the clock, restarts. clock resets. Yeah. I, I've long wanted to do work at a humane society or animal mm-hmm. shelter. But I know there's no earthly way I would be able to do that yeah. mentally. I would just get in my car every afternoon or night after turning the lights off <laughs> and hearing those cages of dogs and cats. Well, I wouldn't care about the cats. Leave the door unlocked and let them, you know, slink outside. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I don't, I'm not sure you're fit for humane society. Bombs, but the dogs? Man. I'd be like buying mattresses. <laughs> You know? yeah, so you'll be your financial future is ruined. Yeah, because I'm now spending every waking every penny I have so and every waking moment trying to make these poor shelter dogs lives better. But I would I would turn those lights off and like go go to my car and I would probably just have to sit and cry for so like 30 minutes every day feeling terrible that these dogs are now left there overnight. So you're you're volunteering is going to make you go bankrupt, probably. Yeah, and and, and sad. So not not the way people okay. think that volunteering is supposed to go, which is, you know, rewarding and helpful and mm-hmm. saving lives. No, for me, I'm now bankrupt and miserable. Okay. All right. Um, and I'll post that in the poll as well. Should volunteering make you bankrupt and or miserable? And miserable, yeah. Because I, I, I don't have that in me to leave that there. Yeah, I, I'm not, I don't think I'm that kind of person either. It's, um, if I'm going to volunteer, it's going to be in a different way, something where I'm not, like I volunteered when I was still in New Jersey for Habitat for Humanity. Okay. And I loved that because it was, you didn't really, I mean, yeah, there were touching stories, but you didn't, um, you know, while you're there building a house, it wasn't, I don't know, it was just different. Yeah, there was attachment, but it wasn't that kind of attachment. Well, you I mean, you're just waiting for that make a wish call for that one sad sap nine year old who wants a ride in like a in a piece of junk Comanche. Yeah. 88, 88 Jeep Comanche Pioneer that you would then have to like shovel out of storage because the kid is about, you know, it starts up and drives. And then you have to bring them back to the children's hospital, <laughs> smelling of fuel <laughs> and exhaust. Okay, you're getting more accurate as the story goes on. That that's all you need to to is realize your make a wish. Is there a kid right now that's in a children's hospital somewhere whose wish is to take a ride in a multicolored Jeep Comanche? I I don't think so. I just sent but you if a, there is. I just sent you a text mm-hmm. and I want you to pull that up because I don't know what made me use the advanced search. I was curious about what our very first tweets were okay. the other day. Yeah. And now mentioning the Comanche had me thinking about this. Um, because seven years ago, 
Mm -hmm. Oh, wow. (laughs) You had a heck of a perch. Now, this was this was just six months into our podcast. I this was yeah October nineteen. Well, really, this was like technically ten episodes. This was about a month into our podcast. I mean, we did our first episodes in like June. We did maybe a couple of episodes, but then we didn't really start doing a weekly episode until until, like, I, until September. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, you're right. This is probably single digit episodes. Mm-hmm. And this was the first, I'll call it, terrible purchase you've ever made. And I felt like that looked familiar <laughs> enough. That's not the Comanche, is it? No, no, no. Okay, That's good. Definitely, definitely not. No, that is. A... When I saw that, I thought, boy, that the, the color looked similar, but I thought. There's no way this was the Comanche. Like, no. this isn't just a salvage job. This thing is an abomination. Yeah, this was when I still had the white Jeep. Right. Uh, the 1980 Jeep CJ5 um, that I, I had grand plans for, like I do for a lot of things. I was going to mm-hmm. pull the motor out of it and put a better motor in it. So I found a good deal on this, uh, I don't know, probably a 90. 93, 94, 95 Chevy S10 that had been rolled over multiple times. And That's right. This was this was quite possibly the first uh, murder vehicle or death vehicle <laughs> incarnation. This was, uh, you know, I got a good deal. This might have been the, the original deal of the century. Do you remember what you paid out of pocket yeah, for this thing? It says right here. I paid 300 bucks okay. for it. I think we need to repost this picture <laughs> and say, do you think, because I think you're right. I think that's worth $300. Well, I was able, just for parts. I I know that I um let's see cuz spoiler alert, it didn't really work out with uh I, I pulled the motor out of this thing. Um I sold the the shell of the vehicle without the motor. Right. For I think 150 bucks. So at that point I was I was down to $150 into it. And then I think once I decided I wasn't going to use the motor I think I sold that for a hundred bucks. So I think I'm out like fifty bucks on this whole this whole thing. Uh, so luckily I didn't lose a ton of money, but I didn't make any money either. What did you do with the rest of the carcass once you got the motor out and moved it? What, it I mean, was, did you have to pay to have it hauled away? No, it was uh, I I kept it at a friend of mine who lives a couple mile or a couple minutes from here has a big pole barn. So I took it over to his house. We pulled the motor out there, and yeah, I was able to sell the the rest of the body i was able to sell the rolling body for uh, I, okay i want to say it was 100 or 150 i don't remember gotcha. exactly now that motor made its way yeah to the jeep that you then sold well it made your it... daily driver jeep though right no 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 it what what jeep did you put that was it did you put that in the murder jeep that you then flipped no this was going to go in the do you remember the white jeep i guess not you helped me uh, like pull a transmission out of that jeep Oh boy! I no, I I mean, if listen, well, no problem at all because I'll just pull up some pictures of that. Bad there's boy. no harder lineage to track outside of your your living arrangements than your automobile purchases. Still, still, again, I've moved one time more than you have. Feels like a, a million, and it. But this is a your motor vehicle history oh. is impossible to keep track of. It, you know, it's not. It's. I mean, not just your daily drivers, but your investment vehicles, everything else. Since I've known you, 2010, when at that point you owned two mid-80s Ford Rangers. <laughs> no, two uh, early 90s. Early 90s Ford uh, Rangers. I had, I had a 90, 93 and a, a 98, I think. 
I don't think I would. I would probably miss more than half of the vehicles that you had your name on title for. Okay. I might as well. <laughs> there's there's been okay. enough. So I'm gonna I'm gonna do a a quick screen share here. Okay. Tell me if you remember this vehicle. I don't. <laughs> really? I don't. I don't remember you having a soft top. Is that even a soft top, or is that just a piece of canvas stretched well, over the a, top? That's what they call a bikini top. Oh God, woof! So you don't. You actually crawled around under this thing with me and helped me take a really? transmission out. Were you and, on your way to go pick up Indiana Jones? <laughs> oh, look! Making a special guest appearance in the background. Do you remember that car? Nope. <laughs> That was my uh, Subaru WRX. Okay. So you, <laughs> so you were going, so you were on your way to the Temple of Doom, but in case you needed a daily driver or to hit the drift course, <laughs> yeah, you this, had the WRX. Like this was during my, uh, my, my time frame when I was heavily influenced by Fast and the Furious. <laughs> That's right. 2003's Tokyo Drift. Caused Steve to buy what looked to be a daily driver, WRX. Okay, I just wanted to bring this to your attention. This 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 brought me back to the good old days. And I seeing this picture reminded me of when people say, like, man, your podcast used to be funny. <laughs> because I, we were sitting here looking at this $300 turd where believe- someone died. No, God, you I, drove that? Yeah. I don't remember that at all. This was the, the fastest car I've ever driven. Like, to well, work? Yeah. Was, As an adult? This I got this car uh, after my last relationship ended. Okay, so that was probably two thousand twelve. Okay, thirteen. Yeah, two thousand thirteen. Because okay, let's see. Do you remember? So what you I... went inside that day. Relationship ended, and through tears, you know, you were probably you know trimming pubes, getting ready to hit the dating world, <laughs> and looking at bitching cars. You don't remember this vehicle? No, no. What is that? That was my 2000 Jeep Wrangler, which <laughs> you drove me to the dealership to pick this car up. This just goes to show how quickly <laughs> I can't wait to forget these things. Because as payment, we went to Wendy's. We went to the Wendy's right around the corner on, on Port Shelby. So you bought a 2000 Jeep. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, again, the timeline in my head is all screwed up. Was this before the race car? Or after the race car. Okay, so when I moved here, I'm going to go through my whole lineage. Oh, for God's sake. Reset the clock. (laughs) When I moved here, I had uh, 93 Ford Ranger, 98 Ford Ranger. One was four-wheel drive, one was two-wheel drive. So that way I had a a vehicle for every season. Okay. Um, Decided to get rid of red truck, get rid of blue truck. But this Jeep, this is the first uh, first Jeep I ever owned. Absolutely loved it. Um, broke up with my ex-girlfriend and I felt like this is a time of change for me. Mm -hmm. I'm going to sell this thing. I regretted selling that thing as the guy was backing it out of my driveway at my old house. I loved that Jeep so much, but I immediately regretted it and bought a Subaru, a 2005 Subaru WRX. So sold that, sold the Jeep, bought a Subaru. There's no way, there's no reason you should remember. Did you sell the Jeep at a loss because it was so quick? To flip, or did you kind of break even? No, I, I'm. I, I feel like I did. I did well on it. I don't think that I. I don't think I lost money on it. The luckily, Jeeps seem to hold their value pretty well. 
Um, sold that. So at that point, I just had the WRX again because mm-hmm. I was Tokyo drifting. Um, Based on the timeline, <laughs> 10 years too late. <laughs> yeah, roughly. Then, hey, guys. Then I wanted... Um, Wanted a, a project vehicle, so I bought that white Jeep that I showed you just a few minutes ago that okay. you have no recollection of. Then that's when this red truck comes into the story because I wanted to buy that to take the engine out of it to put it in the white Jeep. So technically, I owned this. I never, obviously, never registered or insured it right? because it... Uh, it's a bit of a hazard on the highway. <laughs> yeah, I don't, don't know if you'd have been road-approved. <laughs> Got rid of that, kept the white Jeep for a little while longer, eventually uh, got the the gray murder Jeep, which I drove as my daily driver for four years or so. That's when I got rid of the white Jeep, um, bought that black Jeep with Sinol and Ryan Young, fixed that up. I feel like there's, I feel like I'm missing at least. Do you have to have been? I mean, there's, I I, I had totally forgotten this thing. Wait a minute. Hold on. Oh, I know for a fact you will not remember this car at all, even though I had it for two years, two and a half years. Do you in any way remember? <laughs> That's a midsize SUV. That's a Subaru Crosstrek. I'm, I know for a fact I'm just molding that with a net. SUV. No, no, no. The answer is no, Steve. I, I don't mean, remember you having that's the one. <laughs> I don't remember that. Oh, with our Lola Bear laying right, right next to them. Even she's disappointed in your purchase. <laughs> she's like, what did you do? Why'd you buy this piece of crap? This thing? Really? Yeah. That, no, that, I, that, I didn't remember that. Yeah. Wow. It's actually amazing that I was helping, you know, pull a transmission of a vehicle that I didn't even know you owned. <laughs> Apparently, my brain starts with the murder Jeep. The murder Jeep, yeah. Or Rangers, and then jumps to murder mm-hmm. Jeep and yeah. forgot everything else in between. Yeah. Well, listen, I'm glad you got the old race car vroom vroom phase out of your life, because there's no chance after that you'd make such a dumb purchase, right? Yeah, no, I'm good. You're good. I, I, I agree. I think I think you saying to Annette, I'm going to buy this Comanche. Mm-hmm. Uh, sure, it's selfish and doesn't make sense at all for having... Why, why is it selfish? Eh, I mean, again, it's not really like a car you can ride around with the family. Hey, sorry, leave one, leave both no. kids behind. Let's go. Disagree. Let's Disagree. go hit the road. Me and Nikki are going to have a blast working on that thing. He actually he actually does show interest. Evelyn did for a short period of time. Oh, yeah. Evelyn's got it right. <laughs> so, but yeah, I wonder where this truck is now. That's a, that's a nice pull. Right there. Yeah, we'll have to post that picture <laughs> so everybody can see what you were buying a little over seven years ago uh, as part of your investment and your. Yeah. Uh, was that a local junkyard? Do you remember? No, I bought that from a place. It was like a two-hour drive to go. And get oh my that. god! Yeah, I had to borrow a friend's truck and trailer and tow that thing back, and I it almost popped off the trailer at one point. It was it was dangerous. Well, it was real sketchy. Well, let's just add that to the pantheon of Steve. Sh- purchases <laughs> purchase new wiper blades from o'reilly auto parts today and we'll install them for free see better and drive safer with o'reilly auto parts oh, 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 
Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of $15,178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive offers. $15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe and Summit 4xe models in dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark. Kyle, I wanted to run something by you, see if you had possibly seen this while uh, perusing Golf Digest like, like I did last week. Well, listen, I actually, as I age, it's funny you mention that. I didn't just send a Golf Digest article yesterday, and this is big news. I'll wait to get to it till oh, I, I don't oh, want to interrupt oh, you. But boy, could be the A-bit next week. There is some fervor among the golf community about <laughs> what's going on in the USGA. Okay. Uh, well, yeah, this, this is not that, but um, this post – Kind of went viral. I've also seen a lot of uh, a lot of like reels on Instagram talking about this same thing, and it's how women are are just in awe of their husbands or their boyfriends because they have they can have somebody who they refer to as their best friend, mm-hmm. yet know nothing about them at all. Oh my god! So that's the, the dream. A, a personal post like, so my husband went golfing with his, you know quotes air quotes best friend yesterday when he got home i asked him oh how's marie his wife i don't know well how's his new job didn't didn't come up how are his kids he has kids (laughs) that's gorgeous like what's what's new are they traveling for the holidays i don't i have no idea i am beaming ear to ear right now just the idea because that's that's the dream. Yeah. So there's this post, uh, I think it was on Twitter that had gone viral. And the guy says, I have one golf friend I play with regularly. Okay. I met him through work and call him Hammer. That might be his last name. I do not know his first name. <laughs> I called him Kirkland for about a year before <laughs> before he told me he plays Kirkland balls. And it's not his name. <laughs> okay. So... You just knew, so it'd be like calling the guy Titleist or... Yeah, yeah. Hey, Callaway! Hey, Ping! Hey, Tiger Woods! We don't talk about anything besides basic golf (laughs) chit-chat. Like, your ball is over there. I think it went long, etc. After golf, we decide when we were playing the following following weekend. I might text him, golf? With a question mark. (laughs) Do I know what his family did for Thanksgiving? Nope. Is he married? Kids? I have no idea how he even identifies. I've never done anything besides golf with this guy. I checked 18 birdies. We we went out 36 times oh this year. God. After my dog, he's my best friend. Okay. So th- I saw this and I thought, this is you. There's no bigger dream than that. Than that. I mean, honestly, I've, I've told you for a while, I am not interested in any new meaningful <laughs> friendships or anything in my age. Now it's too much work. There's no reward. And I don't understand people who do it. Now I've asked you this question multiple times in the mm-hmm. history of this podcast. When's the last time you made a friend? Mm. Mm-hmm. And, and and that's a, that's a fine question. Is it me? Am I the last one? You like, would have well, been when, 2010 when we, is when, when I started. became friends. Yeah. Did you then say, all right, chapter closed? 
I, it's it's weird because, boy, I guess you know not to invoke Bill Clinton, but how do you <laughs> how do you define friend? <laughs> you have to be the first person in the history of the world to ask that question. I is a friend. I mean. Because you would consider, you know, Doug and Bob friends, right? But you've known them for a long time. But now they live further away. Mm -hmm. Still friends. Do you communicate? Okay. Hmm. (laughs) I just feel like that really puts a seal on it, you know? Because at that point, it's it's a very socially based relationship right like you're you're checking on their their news feed or their instagram or you're texting them right put it this way i have a group text with me bob and our friend ken i've known ken since i think my freshman year of college Mm -hmm. we text at least once or twice a week just about general bs okay hey check out what i saw today or you know look what i'm working on at the house Check out what the, you know at the kids' baseball game today. Yeah, you don't. That is that's foreign to you, right? Oh God, yeah. <laughs> Any of those communications are coming from people I've known for at this point twenty years. Okay, uh, I would say the last good friend I made was probably nineteen ninety eight. Nineteen ninety eight. So you at that point were how old? I was uh, eleven years old. <laughs> Okay, so while you do consider me a friend. Yeah, it's called acquaintance. <laughs> acquaintance, okay. But I feel like, boy, I'm glad we're getting into the nitty gritty. <laughs> because I do feel like you can't be just an acquaintance when you've known someone for 13 years, right? Well, I think that after... We're coming up on 14 after, years. After 400 episodes yeah. of doing a podcast together, yeah, um, I, I would... Yeah, I would consider you a friend. I think so. I, I mean, I'll post it on the poll. I don't want to. I don't want to go. You know, evil can evil jump in the canyon here <laughs> and making bold proclamations. You know, right? Yeah. Let's let's take it easy. Okay, so how many episodes of a podcast do you have to do with somebody before you're friends? Because there's, I mean, there's the legendary story of uh, comedians Penn and Teller. Mm-hmm. Never friends. They are not friends. They are business partners. Yeah. Well, we can't um, call ourselves that. No. Yeah. You'd have to make, we'd have to be in the black. <laughs> we are in the red. If we were business partners, we'd <laughs> put out a business a long time um, ago. Another example I can think of is the guys from Mythbusters. Really? They, uh, yeah. What were their names? It was Jamie and oh, the bald guy or was Jamie the bald guy? I think Jamie was the bald guy with the, the mustache. twisty mustache. Yeah. And then. I forget what the other uh, Adam Adam Savage. That's right. Yeah, and Jamie Heinemann Heinemann, and then the uh, the female. Yes, that they but, had in there. As well. But specifically, the the two guy, the two um, main guys on that show, did not get along. Are not. I guess I didn't know that. Yeah, that's, I'd, that's... I'd, I'd read an article about that. They have zero plans of ever working together in the future again. I think that they just realized that it was one of those. It was a good work chemistry. They were able to bounce ideas off of each other well they they reacted to each other well mm-hmm. there was good chemistry there hence the show was born great success but yeah when it ended i think both of them were just like okay well they handled it as if they were leaving a job you think they you still know? send a christmas card 
Oh boy. Like, does that, is that the definition of, we just never liked each other. We weren't even acquaintances, but we were coworkers, but they're still sending Christmas cards because Probably. the act of being cordial. Probably. So does a Christmas card, maybe put this on the poll. Mean friendship? Yeah. Does a Christmas card mean friendship? Because I would say no. Okay. I, I was going to say, we, because we got your Christmas card in the mail, I think two days ago. Yeah. And let let me tell you, you were, let's call it. On the list of 25. 25. Cause that's all I bought. You were. <laughs> and, and let me say, full seriousness, most of my family didn't get one of those. Your brother got one? Yeah, and he was mad at me because I only addressed it to my sister in law and my two nephews. <laughs> Left his name right off did the end. You envelope. sent one to my brother? I did. Wow. Yeah. You're not friends with my brother, though, are you? Oh, yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah. That's you and me, acquaintance. Me and Mike, buds. friends, buds. Okay, like brother Mike. I feel like I would be friends with brother Mike's neighbors, like he is. <laughs> Whoa! Like really, this is a this this might be the most bold thing you've ever said. On but this your podcast. neighbors suck. Why? Uh, I mean, the the, the 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 frisbee tossers not interested. The the off white icicles till May. No thanks. Okay, so you're but just... but no, this is an interesting question. Mm. Of what is a friendship at our age? Because obviously it's defined a little different, right? We're not in high school. We're not going to the game on Friday. Right. Yeah. Um, I would argue, you know, you and I, we were, we would see each other for probably three or four years. We would see each other once a week, mm-hmm. minimum, yeah. right? We would go to a hockey game or yeah. we'd be at the workplace, whatever it may be. But now obviously that's all different just based on life circumstance. Sure. So let me pose a question to you. I'm glad this got brought up. Okay. Because it seems my wife has taken to drop off slash pick up at the, uh, at the kindergarten building mm-hmm. went out to lunch with a, a mom of another wow. one of the kids took Reed to the birthday party of that kid. Mm-hmm. She was not invited to his. Okay. And now that one of his, my, my son's classmates has moved in on the same road as us mm-hmm. now has the phone number and contact for the mother of that okay. kid as well. And has communicated. Wow. That's a, that's that's impressive because so, I know that I know that your wife. Um, I feel like she's a little bit more open to other people than yuck, you are. Yuck. <laughs> but let me let me <laughs> let me maybe shock you a little bit then. Okay, because that's the type of new acquaintanceship friend. I'm not gonna say friendship. That's the type of new uh, relationship mm-hmm. that I would want. Three to five minutes, maybe okay. three times a week okay. at pickup or drop off because we, her and I split it yep. pretty much dead even. I'll yeah, drop same. him off three to four days, pick him up the other one to two days. Yep. She'll do the opposite based on yeah, work that's schedule. How, that, that's how our every, because uh, Evelyn is three days a week. Annette always drops her off. I always pick her up unless there's some, you know, oh, I have an appointment now then. Yeah. But, and I've seen those people that my <sighs> wife now communicates with. Boy. And has phone numbers with. And I got to tell you, I, I have a welcoming eyes, a welcoming gaze. I'm, and there is just not that same like, oh, hey, Kyle, or hey, Reed's dad, whatever. Mm-hmm. There's not that repertoire of uh, friendliness. Mm-hmm. And that's okay, I guess. I mean, I, I'd be open to it in that facility. Okay. But I know there's other dads, other families. And I do drop off. And I, you know, I, 
bring him to his line because they line up outside mm-hmm. with their classmates and then you're supposed to step back so the line's not all muddied. Mm-hmm. And I do that every day. It's there. Mm-hmm. Right? Like, I, I'm open to it. It's there for the... That's the it, though. So, do you think that... Because even though you say you're open to it, do you mm-hmm. think that um, your horrible body language <laughs> says otherwise to other people and maybe that's why you haven't been approached yet? Boy, it might. I, I feel like... Listen... I, I don't want to brag. I feel like I probably get referenced by other families at home. How so? I drop read off and granted it's the world is totally different than what it was, you know, 20, 30 years ago. Right. Quick question. When you drop them off, do you take your foot off the gas as you're pushing him out the door? He has learned to unbuckle himself. <laughs> so I just give him an extra... <laughs> Tuck and roll. I just give him an extra elbow and a couple honks and make sure the teacher like sees, like, hey, kid, rolling, grab him. Okay. But I feel like my parents probably were just, like, itching to get me on the bus in the morning, right? Mm. I, we, we bring... Because it's, so, it, it's close enough that we can bring Reed and, and pick him up. So I bring him, I bring him in line, get mm-hmm. down to the level, make sure his hat, his gloves are on. I'm hugging him. I, you know, talking to him and yeah. it's, it feels probably different than what was normal 15, 10, 15, 20 sure. years ago. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but I mean, when we were growing up, our parents were there to, oh, they hated us, provide financial support for the burdens that they brought into the world. That's right. <laughs> and, and that's about it. And probably be rid of us. Yeah. Maybe tell you that they love you once a year in a birthday card. That's right. So. But then I, you know, I, I give him hugs and love and I step back behind, usual step behind the flagpole so that the lines can be, like I said, mm-hmm. normal. And I wait and him and I, I'll make sure that we still make eye contact at least once more. And then we do a little blow kisses routine mm-hmm. to each other. Yeah. And I feel like, Steve, I feel like some of the moms are, are going home and saying, why don't you do that? Oh, so you think that you're, that the other moms, you think that the moms are putting you up on a pedestal and comparing them. Yeah. Comparing you to their their schlub husband, yeah, showing up and you know, boy, I got I got to tell you, I feel the same way. Are we? I am. I mean, I am one of the only dads in the whole facility when it's time to pick up kids, and I'm not that. I'm not Mister Macho guy who's like you know walking in my hard hat. Yeah. Being like, come on, kid, get in the car. Yeah, just got just got off of the construction site. Sorry no, for no, the no. concrete no. on my boots. <laughs> no, I am. I'm excited to see my daughter. I get down, give her a big hug. Oh, it's the best part. Yeah, pick her up. How was your day? Oh, what do you want to do on Daddy Daughter Date Day? And you better believe you bet your ass. I'm saying that loud so all the yep. other parents hear me. Yeah, hell yeah, yeah. that deserves to be recognized. Yeah, I feel exactly. I wish that those people would know what I'm like in real life. <laughs> Because then they would see, whoa, he must really love his son because he hates everyone else. This guy has tunnel vision for the things that the few things in life he enjoys. Um, I'm putting on the poll. Are Steve and Kyle the best dads? <laughs> I swear to God, if this doesn't win poll badness next year, I'm buying this shirt regardless. I'll do a one off. Oh, my God. Yeah, we need somehow our caricatures with like best dads ever. <laughs> Those, those, uh, you know, like number one dad mugs and stuff. Just with our faces. Just our picture. Oh, can we add that to the? Yes. Okay. Yes. We just need to so create just, it. Yeah. Just do a, a world's best dad or number one dad. Oh, never had a better idea. No. 
No, I'm buying well, I'm, that. I'm buying that shirt with a picture of me on it that says "World's Best Dad." But is there anything in in your per- like? Is that something you want? Do you want? Uh, listen, you're just as likely as me to move in the next six to ten months. What is uh, it? Look, come on, uh, again, we've been here for six years. We're very happy. Look, we, we're an eternity. We're, we're um, making a. Uh, a, a big commitment to this house. We got to put a new roof on it. In, in, well, you in, do in the spring. So uh, sign the hold that sign, sign the paperwork the other day. Oh, dang it. You just gave it away. <laughs> yeah. I was just about to make that the a bit. Cause no, I was going to ask, cause that feels like something. There's nothing exciting about this. That feels like something for you though. Were you, I'll ask you next week. We don't have time today. I want to ask you, put that on the list. I want to ask you about your new roof. Okay. That's exciting. That's a reason to tune in. <laughs> That's right. A bit. Steve's getting a roof. But is that something you do you want? Like, are you kind of holding a gaze maybe in the direction of other parents a little longer, hoping someone maybe says, oh, is that your daughter? Whatever. During pickup or drop off. Are you hoping for that relationship? Um, I I think that I have a pretty typical relationship. I mean, uh, heavy air quotes yeah. relationship with the other parents at pickup. It's. It's pretty boilerplate. Hey, oh yeah, crazy weather. Uh, I don't. I'm starting to think I might look like an asshole because I don't even get that. (laughs) I and to be clear, I get that very rarely. Okay. I think that uh, I think that the parents of the kids that Evelyn goes to school with got a bunch of introverts there. Okay. Me included. I am. I am one of them. I'm not. I've never been. Guy who walks in like, hey, Sally, how's it going? Robert, up high, give me a high five. Yeah, right, right, right. You know, telling jokes or anything like that. There, There's that. There's a little click of those people there, and they kind of stick to themselves. And, yeah. and they're they're doing the, what'd you guys do this weekend? Oh, cool. How was the holiday? And I'm not in that group. Nope. but I And I, it's too late now. Right? Kinda, it's been just long enough that you... I kind of want to be, though. I even I want to be just... Maybe referenced in that fashion, right? Like, yeah, you know what I mean? Steve, you know what I mean? Kyle, like, they wouldn't know my name because I've never provided it. But what do you think about? I think this might work. Mm -hmm. Where's some of our show merch to pick up? Can we get a varsity jacket? StephenKyle.com slash merch. (laughs) I feel like there's probably a way, wouldn't be through our own store, where you and I could get. Now, here's what I'm thinking. Mm-hmm. You know those, like, brass buttons? Yeah. Right? Yeah. And shiny green, red, blue, whatever material, but then, like, white sleeves. Maybe, oh, yeah. Maybe pleather like this, on the sleeve. Like a satin jacket? Yeah. Like that you would see the Teamsters wear? And then either our name right there or our name splashed oh, across in, the in center. Script. Yeah, and script. It's got to be embroidered script. I think I think we need to look into this. You think okay. nice talking point is our merch? Yeah. I still have some merch that okay. I have hesitated putting back on the shop. Well, it got pulled off the shop five years ago, uh, but I still have it that I want to buy for myself. But I feel like buying the Steve and Kyle as Calvin and Hobbes <laughs> and wearing it myself is self-indulgent. A little bit. But whatever. I want to put a bow on this conversation by referencing something that I just remembered happened probably a month ago. Okay. And it was, I mentioned uh, my wife Katie went to... Uh, lunch with the mom of a daughter in Reed's class and before that had taken Reed to her birthday party. Yeah, it's great. My wife actually exchanged numbers with 
another mom in uh, Evelyn goes to gymnastics once a week. She exchanged numbers with a mom. Wow. Yeah. Now this is somebody who she, they must live very close to us because they've seen each other. They've talked at the park. Okay. Like many, many times, but yeah, she she came home. She's like, I got so-and-so's mom's phone number. We're going to like do a play date at the park. And I was like, what the hell? Like, this is, my wife is just like you. She don't want to be friends with anybody. And and God, God bless her. Um, Before that though, like I mentioned the birthday party. So coming up to that, it was never really understood how that was going to work out with the three of us. Mm -hmm. You know, was that a drop read off thing? Pick him up. Was it her and read at at that age? It's probably, I would think that it's probably a parent's. Yeah. So then, so I mentioned, I think on Thursday or Friday before that party weekend, I said to her, I said, Hey, you're going to be like, would it be bad if I told you I don't, really want to go to this. Right. And the response I got was, Oh, I don't think you were invited. (laughs) So, you no doubt did a fist pump. (laughs) That kind of hurts hearing it that way. (laughs) Yeah. That the blow Um, could have been so, and I don't know if she's been taking classes from Annette on bluntness, but that could have been softened with a, Oh, don't worry about it. You don't have to go to this. Oh, it's okay. Yeah. yeah. Oh, we're just. We're like, just oh, I know you got podcasts in the morning or, or just. We're going to stop it. I mean, we'll be there 20 minutes max. You weren't invited was not the the retort I expected. And that um, has stuck with me for about a month and a half. I believe that the phrase that best sums this up is you reap what you sow. Mm. Um, like, I, I mean, I, again, I don't know what you're referencing because like I just told you, you and I, the best dads. <laughs> I mean, am I surprised by that? In no way. No, I would not expect you to be invited to really anything. Um, I just told you I'm reaching out. I want that. You're not, though. You're... <laughs> I want that acquaintanceship. <laughs> not friendship, again. So you want the, what started this whole conversation off. You yeah. want this, this golf relationship. You want a golf relationship yeah. where uh, you may get together once a week. But it's for a specific purpose. Yeah. Like I want to say to my phone is like dad of the booger picker in the yellow coat. I just realized we have the golf relationship. We'll text from time to time. Yeah. It's typically about the podcast. Sure. We get together once a week, record the podcast. What did I tell you? Acquaintances. And it. Wow. This is like, I'm having an epiphany right now. Like, I I don't know. What's your favorite color? No idea. Uh, I'll never provide it. (laughs) You could, should we exchange? I think it's a really good idea. Okay. Not like the newlywed game, but like questionnaires to fill out for your longtime partner. We need to find those Absolutely. and fill them out for next Absolutely. week. So I will guess what your favorite color is. All of those things. Yeah. We'll do that. Let's plan on that next okay. week or in the coming oh, weeks. This is going to be great. Now, That's is, beautiful. is this something that we'll do beforehand or will we do we'll try to do it live on the podcast? I think we should have them filled out before because I don't know if the audio of you and I just scribbling <laughs> will be good for the for the audience. But yes, let's do uh, this and then we can tweet right. out the pictures all right. and all of that. Oh, this is great. So we need to. We Best need idea to... we've had since that piece of junk Jeep you bought seven <laughs> years ago. Uh, so we need to find some kind of like 
best friend quiz or yep. or something. Easy. Call, call it whatever you want. BuzzFeed's like, been around for forever, um, Steve. We'll yeah. find it. So it's got to be a list of questions that you should be able to answer about a long-term friend. Yeah. So that so next week, episode 397. Should we wait and do it for 400? <laughs> like, should we build up to it and have this for 400? Episode, so after nearly 400 episodes, we're finally going to determine... If we're friends or not. There's a boatload of these going around. I just typed in best friend and then typed in letter Q (laughs) and it automatically filled it with quiz questions. You got to get rid of the best. Oh, yeah. Friend quiz. There we go. Uh, But to answer your question, the last (laughs) friend I made. Probably 2016. 2016. And I have seen him maybe once a year. Okay. So this because is... he lives lives away. Okay. 2016. His name is Ryan. Hey, Ryan, if you're listening. No idea why he would be. Lives in Florida. Florida, huh? Yep. The, Got a uh, wife. Sunshine State. Two dogs. Yeah. Visited him. Okay. Right? Like, I visited him in St. Louis, so that means friend, right? What's his middle name? We'll get to that friend quiz. <laughs> <laughs> Can't wait. I, oh man, I am so excited about this. I wonder if he's uh, right-handed or left-handed. <laughs> well, Ryan, if you're listening, uh, maybe we'll send this quiz to you as well. What size shoe do you think he is? Boy, I couldn't even begin to guess. Eleven. <laughs> At Stephen Kyle, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, we got a bunch of polls up there on Twitter and Instagram, and fa- polls on Twitter and uh, Facebook sorry, this Twitter, week. Yeah, Twitter yeah. and Facebook this week. So check them out at Stephen Kyle. Yeah, we'll talk to you next week. We'll find out if we're friends or not. See ya. Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully, it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by thirty percent in twenty twenty three. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.